from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. How you doing, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome to Live from America. My name is Jeremy Harrell. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, but definitely God-loving host. And you also might know me as the Hip Hop Patriot. This is Live from America. Today is already Monday, March 22nd, year of our Lord, 2021. I hope you had a fantastic weekend. I know that I did. I got a lot accomplished. My wife had a honeydew list that I got to, um, you know, try to succeed at this weekend. But if any of you out there have ever gotten a honey-do list before, then you know it's not as um <laughs> it's it's not as easy as getting it done. Uh give me one second here. Let me just adjust something real quick here. There we go. I don't want to blow your eardrums out. Um we got about uh 600, 700 people watching now between the the website and YouTube. So thank you very much. We we also have people um that uh, will be listening in on the podcast and for those who watch this later and don't get to catch it live, uh just know that you are in my thoughts and my prayers as well. So so God bless you on this wonderful Monday morning. Let's give some live shout outs to those who are watching the show, shall we? Let's say hello to Cam Butler from Baker Bakersfield, California. We got Don Seleski. She says, hello, everyone from Virginia. How you doing, Donna? Good to see you. Rosario Barbera. Good morning. A great, a great friend on Instagram. Thank you for joining in. Denise Martinez. How you doing, hon? John Compte or Compte from Lexington, Washington, USA. We got Rachel Hawley from Minnesota. How you doing? Thomas Haymaker or Hammaker. I'm sorry. Haymaker. Throw those haymakers. <laughs> Good morning from Texas. Uh, Christina Ferreira, good to see you. Jessica Sump from Florida, how are you? Who else we got? Alicia Wida, always on time. Thank you very much, Alicia, for always joining in. We've got Pat Keating and Jamie Cassialano. Uh, she says, ready for good vibes today. I love your show. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. There's always good news out there. It's just very few people want to give you that good news because they thrive on giving you bad news, which is not the way we should do things in life. Billy Matthews, shout out from South Carolina. Uh, Steven uh, Susson, how you doing? We'll do a couple more here. I'll scroll down all the way. Wayne Bell, Lainey Davis, good to see you. Lori Myers and Annette Wilson. She says Memphis is in the house. I'd also like to give some special shout outs here because I wrote some down. James Bell has got a birthday coming up on the 25th, so I'm going to get ahead of that in case I forget to say happy birthday to him and give him an early happy birthday now. James Bell, happy birthday to you, brother. I hope you have a great, great birthday coming up in a few days. We have Brenda in Cincinnati, who's an agnostic watcher. She always says, you're agnostic friend. And you know what? I love everybody. ELE, everybody love everybody. And hopefully someday, hopefully someday, Brenda, uh, you will have a great relationship with Jesus. But regardless, thank you for watching the show. Thank you for all you do. And um, I appreciate your your uh, your friendship and your viewership. So shout out to you, Brenda, in Cincinnati. Kim Romanski, ladies and gentlemen, would ask for all of our prayers. Kim Romanski is a viewer of the show, been a longtime viewer of the show. And we want to make sure that we uplift everybody that is in this family. So if you could please keep Kim Romanski in your prayers. She's had multiple uh, uh, back surgeries, spine surgery, and uh, she doesn't have an easy time getting around. So if you guys could please uh, do that as well. Um, Robert Sanborn and his small business Definitely shout out to you, Robert and Trisha Santos. I did see your email. I'm caught up all the way until uh, Thursday morning of last week. So I will be using today and some of the evenings this week to try to catch up. Um, I, I do want to let you guys know that uh, some folks get really, really, really irritated at the fact that they you know, try two or three times to send me an email and I don't respond. Uh, it's, not because I'm not, it's not because I'm ignoring you on purpose. It's just literally because I have not seen them. And sometimes if you send it through the, uh, through the website rather than just going and send it to my, uh, to my email, um, they go to spam and it's hard for me to see them, especially when thousands are coming in. I know that it's not an excuse. Um, but you know, one thing I always wanted when I was, 
before I had a show was I always wished that people would respond back to me too. And I never got a response back from people like Dan Bongino and others when I would, when I would email them or Tucker Carlson. Uh, but just know that I don't work that way. And I do try, uh, very, very hard to make sure that I get back to all your emails. And some of you might have gotten quite a few um, responses in the last few days. Um, I also want to welcome you all to day 74 of military occupation on U.S. soil in our nation's capital, preventing you from going into the building that you pay for, uh, all basically facilitated by the people that you pay their salaries. So welcome to day 74 of military occupation. Also welcome to day 373 of 15 days to slow the spread. Okay? Diane, Diana says, don't be a stan. <laughs> That's a good one, Diana. If you know who Eminem is, then you know uh, who Stan is. I'd also like to thank Bob and Pam Boyk uh, for what I received in the mail from you, a nice donation, and as well as this beautiful, beautiful pen made from bullet casings. What a wonderful gift. Uh, gift, and I definitely will be using this as much as I possibly can. And I would like to thank um, Ruth Miller, uh, for your donation. I appreciate that Ruth as well. Um, thank you very, very much. And I'd like to thank, I got to show you guys this one here, Edna and Al Schubert for making this amazing. And I posted this on telegram hip hop dum dum award. <laughs> and it's got a whole bunch of dum-dums on it. And on the, uh, on each dum-dum, it has like names that are given glad bag Hillary right? Mom Jeans Mitt Romney, Circle Back Saki, Eric Fartwell, they said Eric Fart Smells, <laughs> Pedo Roberts, Stretch Face Pelosi, Resident Corn Pop, Trader Pence. So what an amazing award here uh, for the for the Dum Dum Award of the day. Uh, maybe this will be given out at the end of the year for the ultimate Dum Dum because every month we're going to give the, uh, you know, of course, the large Dum Dum for whoever gets that and we will put out we will put out um polls to see uh you know kind of for all of us to, to vote on to see who gets that dumb dumb award so just so many great gifts guys and i always want to highlight you i always want to show the gifts that you guys send me talk about the donations that you send me it's truly appreciated and i wish i could sit down and meet every one of you uh, if you do send me stuff through the mail i do try to sit down and fill out cards i got a stack of cards and envelopes here so uh, i'll catch up on those too as well um, but we are getting to a good we're getting to a good place here on Live from America. We got the show pretty much packed down. We got so many things figured out. And once I get the show really tightened, I can focus more time on emails and sending back my thank yous. So uh, again, everybody, thank you very much. If you are one of the 1,500 people that are watching live on YouTube right now, do me a favor, like the video, copy the link, and send it to five of your friends or share it to your Facebook page. Now, ladies and gentlemen, my favorite part of every show, and that is honoring God honoring the Lord, and giving him our attention, our worship, and our love and gratitude for his grace. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, we are united on this world through the gospel. The gospel is what keeps us united. United in the gospel, united in fellowship. Fellowship is key, and there's a great fellowship that we've built right here on Live from America, and that is really because of all of you guys. You guys have helped me build this wonderful fellowship, and we are united in the gospel. So the verse of the day today is going to come from Galatians 5.13. Some people say Galatians. I say Galatians. Galatians 5.13, and it says this. For you have been called to live in freedom. For you have been called to live in freedom, my brothers and sisters. But don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. Now, the reason that I sent this verse out this morning was because um, I think that we don't have freedom anymore. I think that we have given pretty much every one of our freedoms away to our state, local, and federal governments to the point it to the point where if you don't have to ask permission to do something, then you need a license to do something or vice versa. This country is not the way it was set up to be by our founding fathers. Jesus and God 
and the Holy Spirit want us to live in and live with freedom and to promote and spread freedom. Not just freedom of the gospel and freedom to worship our God, but also freedom to be a people. Freedom with our earthly bodies to be able to move, go where we want, be happy, give our children a great life, love our fellow brothers and sisters, show compassion. There's a, there's a, there's a, if you have free, if you do not have freedom, then you do not have a country. You do not have a nation. You have a land which is occupied by people, which is controlled by people who you gave power to. That is the world that we're living in today, ladies and gentlemen. So that is why I wanted to put that verse out. Somebody said Trump is on Fox now. I'm curious to know what he says, but we'll get we'll uh, we'll talk about that later on tonight's show. Um, so I wrote this. I wrote this. This is how I read this verse as it relates to the world right now. How can I use my freedom if they have been taken away from me? Um, my freedoms, excuse me, if they've been taken away from me. We have allowed this oversized government to take so many freedoms that we need permission to do almost everything and a license for everything else. What we get taxed half of our income by the time the state and the federal government takes their cut and then taxed on everything else that we buy or we occupy. Okay? That is the sinful nature of the elected politicians that need more power and more money. In return, they've locked us down destroyed our incomes, destroyed our local businesses, destroyed our schools, destroyed our kids' confidence, and the ability to have a social life, and much, much more. When is enough going to be enough? Well, I'll tell you when enough is going to be enough. When we, the people, decide that enough is enough. That's when. Courage is contagious. You being con courage, you being courageous may make others feel the same way and it could be a, it could be a, a a simple act of just say you know what i'm done with the masks done with them they can throw me out let them throw me out i'll document it on social media and i'll put it on social media whatever i got to do but i'm done with them it could be as simple as that it can be as simple as other things as well all it takes is prayer courage dedication and commitment and may god bless you as you exercise your rights that's what I wrote this morning, ladies and gentlemen, and it took one year to socially engineer us. It took one year to, sh to show the, the elected officials that we give power to that they have ultimate power. They never really knew how much power they had until they said, you can't go anywhere. You can't go anywhere without papers. You can't go anywhere without something on your face. Once they figured out that they could tell you to stay home and you can't even leave your house... That, ladies and gentlemen, is the end of freedom because you just let them know that they have more power than anybody else in this country. Okay? So, um, we are going to get to the Lord's Prayer and then get right to the news because we have a lot to cover. So, if you're somewhere where you can say it out loud, definitely for the trolls that are in here right now, or if you're somewhere where you have to say it internally, at least let God and the Holy Spirit hear you profess your love by saying the Lord's Prayer now. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. And Lord, please, 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 Lord, hear our cries of oppression. Hear our cries of, 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 of needing Jesus to step in and touch the hearts of those who are seem to be hell-bent on controlling us and taking away our God-given rights, which is freedom. Amen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get right down to brass tacks. And the first and foremost section of today is literally just titled Courage is Contagious. You have more power than you think you do. A lot of us are geared and engineered socially to think, well, I can't make a difference. Why should I recycle when I'm just one person? Why should I call this town when there's potholes 
inundated throughout the entire uh, city uh, and I can't make it home without slamming my car through potholes. Why should I call the city? Somebody else will. Why should I call my state representative? Why should I call my state senator when somebody else will? Nobody's going to listen to me. Why should I, why should I walk, be the person that walks into the school or walks into the store or walks into a a place of business without a mask. Nobody's going to listen to me. They're just going to kick me out anyways. That is None of that is true, ladies and gentlemen, because courage is contagious. Steve Bannon says it a lot. Raheem Kassam says it a lot. Marjorie Taylor Greene says it. All of the people who are standing up and standing out will tell you that when other people see you being courageous, that it's contagious. It is contagious. Yesterday, my wife and I were in Home Depot, and we had to get a new washing machine. Thank God, thank God for the blessing of, the, of the, the, the ability to be able to buy a new washing machine when ours crapped out. But we're in Home Depot yesterday, and just about a month ago, just about a month ago, I noticed that rarely anybody was outside without a mask on. Yesterday, I seen tons of people said I've had enough. People are out riding their motorcycles. It was warm here in New Hampshire. People were out getting stuff for spring, getting their spring cleaning done. People were in Home Depot. People were going to the, the, the grocery store. And so many people were said, I'm tired of it. I'm not doing it anymore. So courage is definitely contagious, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I want to talk about something a little bit more negative for a minute. 86 million. 86 million. No, we're not talking about the number of illegals that will probably come into this country in the next five years. We're talking about dollars. $86 million of your taxpayer money, of my taxpayer money, of the American people who get their money illegally, I, I, in my opinion, taken from them by the federal government, which we were just talking about. $86 million of that money has went to illegal um, aliens coming across the border needing hotels. That's just hotels. That's not legal aid or legal assistance. That isn't bus tickets, travel, food, clothing, or anything else like that, ladies and gentlemen. This is just on hotels alone. $86 million has been spent of our money so that these illegal, felonious immigrants aliens, whatever you want to call them, it's gone to them to have plush, nice hotels to sleep in. Mm -hmm. You're not allowed to go anywhere. You're, you're barely allowed to go to a hotel, but these guys get hotels. Now, this is illegal. What Joe Biden has done, the crisis that he's caused at the border is illegal. He is committing felonies every single day. There needs to be uh, state attorney generals literally filing lawsuits and criminal charges. That's what really needs to happen. Lawsuits are, lawsuits are weak. Lawsuits are something, but they're weak. What we need is state attorney generals filing criminal charges on the Biden residency and everybody on the left who is complicit in breaking our laws. Those laws are our laws. This is our land from sea to shining sea. So I am going to turn my attention to getting a hold of the state attorney generals in each state with help of all of you. And we are going to put pressure on these attorney generals to literally charge the Biden residency with criminal um with criminal uh, uh, criminal mischief, criminal uh, felonies. What they've been doing, ladies and gentlemen, is against the law. It is against the law on every level. And now we're spending $86 million of our taxpayer money so far just to put them in hotels. We need to flood our AG's office. Now check this out. Busloads and busloads are coming across the border into Arizona, going to sanctuary places and Catholic churches, um, uh, not just Catholic churches, other churches as well, who are deeming their building a sanctuary spot for these folks. They're going there, and then they're kicking them out to who knows, who knows where. God knows where. These, ladies and gentlemen, this is the fault of Joe Biden. This is the fault of Joe Biden. Now, here's, here's my thing. If, if President Trump, all right, can get... Uh, um, his name drugged through the mud and impeachment charge, uh, impeachment brought up on him hearing after hearing that cost millions of dollars because he said peacefully go and protest at the Capitol. Okay. Why can't Joe Biden be at the very least impeached, but really just charged with, with criminal offenses and removed for his rhetoric that says 
come to the border. He has literally caused a crisis by inviting these people to the border. He's caused a crisis by halting the, the border wall from being constructed when there's already been funds appropriated by Congress to do just that. You can't just unilaterally say, oh, we're not doing it anymore. You'd have to go through Congress because the funds have already been appropriated by Congress. So he stopped the border wall, opened the gate, uh, told board, uh, border agents and ICE not to detain, let them go, give them money, um, meanwhile, what he's done is he's caused rape, child trafficking, the cartels to take back over, massive, massive amounts of families traveling and traveling and traveling to the point where some die, people get diseases, pass out, they bring diseases over here. All of this is illegal, ladies and gentlemen. It, it's not the president's right to be able to do this. He is not a king of this land. This is our land. This is why we need to do everything that we can, ladies and gentlemen, in order to make sure that an AG literally charges this administration with crimes. Bring them to court like you would anybody else who commits a crime. They're committing felonies. Now, here's another very, very damning thing, and I'm not going to show the video, but there's a video of a child. You can find it. Go to the Gateway Pundit. They'll link you there. You can, sh you can see a video of a child, a family, trying to swim across the Rio Grande River. And guess what? This child drowns and dies. That's on you, Joe Biden. That's on you for inviting all these people. And where'd they get all these shirts? Where'd they get these Biden shirts anyway? Okay, it costs money to be able to travel. It costs money to be able to feed these people. It costs money to be able to make sure they make this long trek from South America or wherever they're coming from through the means of South America and then Mexico borders. Okay, where'd they get all these shirts? I want to know, follow the money and who funded them wearing these Biden shirts. Now they've already gone on camera, which I will show you in a minute, and admitted that they came here because of Biden. They said if Trump was still in charge, they would not have come. They're admitting that. That means that all of these deaths, these rapes, these murders, these the, the, the illnesses, the sicknesses, the drowning, um, and then the, the illegal act of coming over our border, they're all felonies that need to be placed on the Biden residency. Now, you're going to be, I'm going to show you a couple things here real quick. I'm going to show you first some, uh, some pictures, horror, photos leaked of Joe Biden's migrant children in cages, kids stuffed into holding pods. It's so disgusting. Check this out, guys. This blew my mind when I saw this. All right, let's switch this over so you can see here. All right, here we go. Let's scroll up. Photos were leaked to Axios of children stuffed into crowded cages in uh, squalid conditions at the U.S. Customs and Border Protection Overflow Facility. Look at this picture right here. I got it up on the screen. Look at this. Doesn't this look sick? Doesn't this look like, like, like body bags almost? It looks disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Hold on, there's more. Hold on. Let's scroll down. I'll show you more. Here we go. Here's more. No social distancing. Piled in a room. We can't go to a movie theater, but these people can be piled into a room with God knows what diseases and then sent off after this horrific, you know, uh, uh, embarrassing way of life. They're going to be sent off into our country. To live on our on our taxpayer dime. Ready? Hold on. There's more. There's more. Look at this. Look at this. Look at that. Who built the cages, Joe? Who built the cages? If this if these if these photos were leaked under President Trump, they would have went and put President Trump in handcuffs and hauled him out of there and hung him in town square. Who built the cages, Joe? Here we go. Here's some more. Look at that. Look at the squalor that these folks are 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 living in. And you know what? It, it, part of it's their fault for even making the trek to begin with. But what do you, can you blame them? Can you blame them when the president of the United States or the resident of the United States says, come, come now? Yep. Not a crisis, is it? Okay, here we go. What's that look like? That looks like a dog kennel to me. These are, these are recent photos, guys. These are recent photos. Obama and Biden built these facilities. They built them. And they're happy to have them back, aren't they? Aren't they? Okay, hold on. There's more. I want you to watch this video. Come on. Play, play video. Oh, this video doesn't want to seem to play. Hold on. Let me, let's, uh, let's refresh this. So this is um, ABC's Martha Raddatz. 
Okay, she's at the border and she's interviewing an illegal immigrant, a father. Okay, let's hear. It. Maybe we can play it now. This significant surge coming after President Biden ended Donald Trump's so-called remain in Mexico policy, requiring asylum seekers to wait there for their court proceedings. Since then, many of those tent cities along the Mexican border have emptied out as people start streaming in. We were there when a bus of 56 asylum seekers arrived at Casa Alitas, a Catholic charity shelter in Tucson. Men, pregnant women and children stepping off the bus with only what they could carry. This father, who asked that we not show his face, traveled to Mexico from Brazil with his wife and three young kids before crossing the border. Would you have tried to do this when Donald Trump was president? Definitely not. Definitely. We had the chance, you know, the, the same violence that is going on today was there last year. We used to watch the, the news and uh, I, I definitely won't do this. So did you come here because Joe Biden was elected president? Basically. Basically. Uh, the main thing was the violence in my country. And the second thing, uh, I think, was Joe Biden. The main thing was the violence in my country. But the second thing, the second main thing was Joe Biden. Did you come here because of Joe Biden? Basically, he says. Now, I get it. I get the primary reason is they want to get away from their country. But what happens when you tell the world, hey, come to America, you get free everything, free health care, free driver, you can drivers, you can get a driver's license, you can vote, you don't have to go through any process, you get, you get hotels, you get homes, you get legal assistance, you get lawyers, you get money, you get welfare, you get coronavirus vaccines, you get all this, come here now, who wouldn't in their right mind come here? People that don't even live in war-torn countries would do that. Ask most people in France, ask most people in England if they would want that, they would probably say yes too. Speaking of France, that's locked down because of COVID again. When are we going to quit this, folks? When is the people of the world going to rise up and say, you know what, enough is enough, especially here in America, okay? And shout out to James O'Keefe, who I got to the pleasure of interviewing down at CPAC, and shout out to the team at Project Veritas for showing footage of every, all the pictures that I just showed you. They have a whistleblower inside showing actual video, taking video and sending it um, out to Project Veritas. So shout out to Project Veritas out there. Uh, there's very few news organizations out there who actually send reporters out to find the truth. They just want to find an agenda. So they don't have to send anybody out because they create them. But there are a few people out there like Epic Times, Gateway Pundit, Revolver, uh, G News, uh, The Federalist, uh, Project Veritas. Those people like those guys, they're actually out there still trying to get the, um, still trying to get the truth. Okay? So... When I saw that, ladies and gentlemen, I said, that's sickening. That's absolutely sickening. And you know what? We might as well just do it. We might as well just do it right now. Here we go. Let's just do it. Okay. That's, that's to Joe Biden. He, you know, I could, give it, I could give that to him every day. I could literally give him that award every single day. Now, I got another update, too. On the slurping of my coffee. <laughs> Figured I'd lighten the mood for a minute here after we're all so mad about watching that. Um, I've been getting emails from people that said they're going to stop watching my show now because I slurp my coffee. I don't slurp my coffee on purpose, guys. I slurp my co coffee because I have sensitive teeth. And when my coffee's hot, I got to like gauge it somehow. And that's why I slurp. I don't slurp just to be an annoying person. But I got people who said they're not going to watch the show anymore because of the slurp. So to slurp or not to slurp. <laughs> Guess that's the real question. <laughs> anyway, moving on to some uh, some good news, real quick. Again, ladies and gentlemen, if, if President Trump can be impeached over over saying go to the Capitol and peacefully protest, then President Biden can definitely be impeached and, in fact, charged for actually um, causing an invasion. There's one thing to cause an insurrection, but to cause an uh, an invasion that's two totally different things. An invasion, insurrection. Well, the insurrection was never even a really, really an insurrection anyway. They just called it that. But an invasion, that's bigger. And that should be the focal point of what's happening. Okay, moving on. Arizona Senate uh, announced um, that they are pretty much finished putting together their entire team, 
that's going to perform this forensic audit of the 2020 November 3rd election and the fraud that happened. So their, their team is ready. I don't know who their team is. I don't know why they didn't reach out to Javon uh, Pulitzer to head that team up. I'm trying to get Javon on the show, but I haven't been able to get a response from him. So if you watch his show or watch his lives, or if you're in any way uh, able to reach out to him, let him know to come on to Live from America. I've sent him all the proper uh, invitations, so hopefully he comes. But I don't know why they didn't get him involved. Either way, it's good news that Arizona Senate has finally announced that they got the team put together and that they're going to be doing the forensic audit uh, for Maricopa County, which includes over 2.1 million. Million. Oh, it is Javon. Did they get him? Somebody said it sounds like Javon. Janet says stop slurping. <laughs> ah! uh, so I didn't know that. I didn't know that they did get him. But if that's the truth, then that's great. That's great. Either way, shout out to Arizona. Uh, because you see things happening right now in Michigan, which we'll talk about in a minute. You'll see things happening in Arizona, Georgia, Wisconsin, and they're starting to move for things to happen in Pennsylvania as well. I don't really know where Nevada sits right now, uh, but Nevada's got to be right there with them too. But what's happening now is you're starting to see the receipts. And what I mean by that is they were in a time crunch, ladies and gentlemen, around the election. The Supreme Court didn't want to hear anything about it. Federal courts didn't want to hear anything about it. They didn't want to get involved in a presidential election, so they just let it slide, which was completely the wrong thing to do. And every one of them should be in jail for not doing their job. However, the receipts have been t- have taken time to actually get. And once these receipts come out, you're going to start seeing more and more things happen. Will we see a reversal? Probably not. Will we see it so it doesn't happen again? Definitely. In Antrim County right now, the county commissioners there have denied the clerk I think it was $5,000 for the preparation to get the Dominion machines ready. Now, I know Antrim County is a small county, just like Wyndham County in New Hampshire is a small county, but you got to start somewhere. You got to click that first domino over somewhere. And, I, and, and I'll take my wins when I can get them. So the county commissioners in Antrim County, have, they have, a, they have a, uh, an election coming up in May in Antrim County in Michigan. And uh, Antrim County has decided they are not using the Dominion machines, at least right not right now, until they can get a handle on this. Because if you remember, in Antrim County, nearly 70% uh, of the votes that went through had an error rate. That means 70% of the votes that went through those machines had to be adjudicated, which means they can change the vote to whatever they want. The legal limit that you're allowed is less than 1% error rate. So the fact that they even got away with that and were able to certify those votes to begin with was illegal by federal law, by FEC regulations and laws, ladies and gentlemen. Those were ignored, just like um, just like the signature matching verification, which by law was supposed to happen, was ignored. And matter of fact, by the Secretary of State of Michigan, told the clerks to ignore them. So she should be facing felony charges as it is. But shout out to the commissioners for saying we're not using the Dominion machines, at least in the upcoming May uh, election, because we need to figure out what's going on. So they denied the clerk's um, request for the money to get these machines prepped and ready. Same thing is going to happen in Georgia. Georgia, the the judge already unsealed these votes. They're going through them with a fine-tooth comb. When they find the 30,000-plus votes that have zero, zero matching uh, envelopes, signatures, and the fact that they weren't even creased and folded, those are counterfeit ballots. You're going to see that happen there. And Georgia's weird because you might see something overturned there. You might see something overturned there because Purdue, Purdue would be in the Senate right now and we would have control of, of, of the Senate, which means nothing would get through, which is the way it was supposed to be to begin with. So you might see some, some stuff happening uh, piece by piece, but I guarantee you this was the work that needed to be done to make sure that 2022 and 2024 does not see the same fraud that 2020 saw. Again, we weren't ahead of it. We were behind it. Now we're ahead of it. It isn't going to happen again. It isn't going to happen again. I can promise you that. All right, we're going to give another Dum Dum Award right now to BLM and Antifa. As if there was ever a question if BLM and Antifa were full of a bunch of dum-dums. In Lansing, Michigan, since we're talking about Michigan over the weekend, there was another BLM Antifa riot. Not a protest because protests are peaceful. 
okay? This was an Antifa and BLM riot like they've been doing for the last three years and have not been being called out on by the mainstream media. But during this riot, the riot was about again being against police. Against police, against police funding. They just want anarchy. They want nobody to tell them what to do. Blah, blah, blah. Isn't it ironic? Isn't it ironic that BLM and Antifa are out there at the, uh, at the uh, basically the order of the Democrats? The left controls them and the left is what, the left is who organizes, pays for funds and transports BLM and Antifa all over the country to tell them what to do, but yet they're going out to protest that they don't want to be told what to do. How stupid can you possibly be? How, right here, right here, I'm going to give, this is going to go, this is going to go, this one, let's go back in time. Let's be retroactive here. This is the 2020 Dumb Dumb Award. And BLM and Antifa, you get this for the entire year of 2020 for being such dumb dumbs to be out there as puppets. You're just as much of a puppet as your resident in chief, resident in thief, I should say, Joe Biden, Mr. Corn Pop himself, and Miss 2% Kalama Harris. You're just as dumb as them because you're being puppeted by them the way they're being puppeted by globalists and none of you realize it that's how stupid you are meanwhile during this anti-police anti-government anti-control don't tell us what to do protest riot that they had they ended up stopping and harassing a homeowner for having a trump sign in his window who knows what kind of damage they caused i don't know if anybody was injured but i pray for the day that blm and antifa come to my house and see the trump flag outside my house and the trump sign in my window i pray for that day Please, Lord, let that happen. Thank you. Anyway, moving on. Um, Alyssa McGrath. If you don't know who that is, Alyssa McGrath is the eighth woman now to come forward and say that Governor Pepe Le Pew Cuomo has sexually harassed her in some way, shape, or form. However, this is the first um, a woman to come forward who is a current, who is a current uh, aide to Andrew Cuomo. Not somebody who's re- up from past. Not somebody who's had just dealings, run-ins with him. This is somebody who works for him currently. She's come forward and said that he constantly would ask her about her marital status and would constantly look down her shirt and make comments about her breasts. This is what Alyssa McGrath says. And she said the talk around the, the office with other administrators and everything is which woman is going to be the woman of the week this week? That is how bad it's really gotten under Andrew Cuomo. Okay, now that's that is this much of the of the uh, the the crap that he's in right now. Okay, because he really needs to be answering for the murder of fifteen thousand or more people. Okay, and the emotional distress that he's caused all their families. But since this happened this weekend, we're talking about it, and. Um, she said that literally the environment surrounding an Andrew Cuomo administration is who's going to be the woman of the week this week. How sickening, huh? That guy's such a scumbag bully. Tells He bullies people into not saying things about him. He, he, he threatens people to not talk about him. What a scumbag bully him and his brother are. I would love to be in the front of, of Brother Fredo and, and Andrew Cuomo just to tell them how much of scumbags they really are and how weak they are and how weak-minded they are and how physically weak they are and how unpatriotic and un-American they are and how and how they thrive off people's misery and 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 thrive off sexually harassing people because i'll bet you if you look into brother fredo he does the same thing on the set of cnn that's just my opinion anyway um let's move to some good news and let's move to the first smarty Award of the day, because I love giving out the Smarty Awards, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, the Dumb Dumb Awards are fun, but now that I got a Smarty bucket to uh, to throw my Smarties in, uh, thanks to Kim Valnez for that as well. Appreciate that, Kim. What a great gift that was. Um, I want to give the first Smarty Award today to uh, Julia Letlow. Now, Julia Letlow is somebody that we've already talked about, okay? Do you remember the 41-year-old... Uh, representative who won the House of Representatives, Luke Letlow from Louisiana, who passed away from COVID. Um, he was supposed to be in the House of Representatives, but uh, you know, obviously he passed away, leaving his children and his wife. Well, his wife decided that then to run in his place. Well, here's, I'm going to give you a great update, folks. She won. She won the seat. She is now a U.S. House of Representatives, uh, part of the U.S. House of Representatives, and rightfully so is she going to be there in the memory and the legacy 
to, to basically take on that legacy that would have been her husband's. Great job, uh, Julia. Way to stick it out. Way to stand up for your husband. Way to stand up for the people of uh, Louisiana, Louisiana, and way to hold your head up high and keep your shoulders back and your chest out because you, my dear, are a child of God and not even the Democrats and any other weapon that they have formed against you will ever, ever prosper. Shout out to her for winning that seat. I could not wait to bring you that update. And we're going to follow that up by another Smarty Award, ladies and gentlemen, for the Antrim County. Uh, I wanted to give this back, but I wanted, you know, when I, when I was telling you the story, but I had it written down at, at the bottom of the page. Uh, so another Smarty Award to the county commissioners up there who are not taking this and who are not just sitting down and saying, okay, whatever, and are standing up and, and denied the request in order to get the machines prepped, the Dominion machines prepped for the May election. Smarty Award goes to you guys. Courage is contagious. Let's keep it moving. Now, I did not want to do this today because I really admire this woman. But you know what? I got to be honest. And I got to hold people accountable who say they're going to do one thing and end up doing another. Now, in no way is this going to change my opinion of this governor. However, she's going to get a dumb dumb award of the day today. Oh, God forgive me for doing this, but I got to hold people accountable. And I'm going to throw it in the rhino bucket because this is one step closer to becoming a rhino. Christy Nome. I met her in CPAC. Great woman, smart, beautiful, patriot, loves her state, loves her country. But Christy Nome, you said that you were going to sign the bill that would ban male boys, transgender boys, from competing in female sports in schools in your state. You said you would do that. The bill has arrived, and now you are declining to sign that bill, and you're going to veto that bill. Oh, Christy Nome. Christy Nome, I got to give it to you. I got to hold you accountable. I can't just sit here and awe, you know, and 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 just be happy at the fact that you're not a rhino because that was a rhino move. You said that you were going to sign that bill, and now you're saying that you're going to veto that bill. What's going on in your state? What's going on in your administration? And why are you now flip flopping? It sounds like the to me, that the woke-topia left has finally gotten to you and has broke you down. That was not a right thing to do. That was not a smart thing to do. I've given you smarties before. I don't want to make it a habit of giving you a dum-dum award. So, that right there is, is, is a first step in becoming a rhino. And we do not want to see you go. Do not leave the good side and go to the dark side, Christy, please. The people of your state love you. We love you, and I don't even live in your state. I met you. You're a great woman. You're a great governor. Please do the right thing and sign that bill. Okay? Sign that bill. Um, somebody asked, was there something hiding in it? Not that I see. Not that I see. Now, I've not read the entire bill, but judging from um, what Steve Bannon was talking about and Raheem Kassam was talking about and a few others at the Epic Times were talking about that there was no reason for her not to sign that bill. So until I read the entire bill, I guess I don't have much room to talk, but it was passed by by Republicans. So I can't see that there was a lot of, uh, you know, like the left likes to put in a bunch of pork. I can't see that there was a lot of pork or anything that shouldn't have been in that bill. All right? So, we'll see. We'll see. But for right now, I'm going to give her that award because she promised to sign it and she didn't. So, we'll see. All right? Moving on, I want to talk about something funny that happened over the weekend. So, Google somehow anointed... Rick Grinnell as the president of the United States. If you went on Google this weekend, okay, and you saw that Rick Grinnell was the president of the United States of America, who knows why that happened? Who knows what what employee in Google did that? But it was true for the weekend. I don't think it's the same now, but it was true over the weekend that if you if you typed in who was the president of the United States, it was Rick Grinnell. So when Rick Grinnell got a... <laughs> 
<laughs> got word that he was the president of the United States in Rick Grinnell fashion. And I met him down at CPAC as well. Good guy, tall guy, big guy too, real tall guy. He uh, he started playing right into it and started tweeting and, and posting out on, on Parler and, and others uh, executive orders. <laughs> he said, if I'm going to be the president of the United States, I'm going to tweet out some executive orders. So he did that. So I want to read you some of his executive orders. He stepped in and immediately started issuing his executive orders. His first one was, I hereby order multiple desalinization plants to be built in California. I also hereby order a new nuclear power plant to be built in California. Oh, and Eric Swalwell hereby loses his security clearance. (laughs) Then he goes on to say, I hereby order an LNG terminal to be built ASAP on the west coast of the United States, preferably California. And then he says, I will run up those stairs without tripping (laughs) and then announce a plethora of executive orders. What an awesome guy. What an awesome guy. Janet Leonard says racist. Don't know what she's talking about. Thank you, Janet, for for saying that. I don't know if you're talking about uh, Rick Grinnell, which is definitely not a racist, or me, which is definitely not a racist, or somebody else in this page uh, who might be a racist. But that was great by Rick Grinnell to to take the ball and run with that and make a joke out of it. I thought that was funny. All right, then Madison Cawthorn. Now, if you don't know who Madison Cawthorn is, he belongs to the U.S. House of Representatives, and he's the guy that's in the wheelchair who served in our military. Funny guy, young guy, good-looking, smart, whole package, right? So he comes on OAN this weekend, and he says... He's doing an interview on OAN, and he says this, I'm pretty sure that I can get up the stairs better than Biden. (laughs) Oh, I love Madison Cawthorn. And the fact that he, I met him down at CPAC as well. The fact that he jokes the way he does about being in a wheelchair and then says, I'm pretty sure that I could get up those stairs better than Biden. What a funny, funny funny statement to make and what a what a what a great guy Madison Cawthorn is to be able to just accept what happened to him accept who he is be fine with it and push forward Madison Cawthorn you are just an amazing guy and I hope your your uh, career lasts long in the U.S. House of Representatives okay I believe it's North Carolina right I believe it's North Carolina he's the representative for people of North Carolina are lucky to have that guy not only for the fact that he he fought for the country, uh, but the fact that he stays up, uh, stands up, stands up to all the the uh, the nonsense. Okay, great patriot. So last week, I want to give you another update here, and this isn't such a. This is actually a very, this is a very sad update, but it is an update nonetheless. Okay, all right. So last week I told you about the FBI rolling through a quiet neighborhood with armored trucks, uh, fully loaded assault weapons, and Kevlar vests, okay? And they were going to arrest a former combat veteran who served this country and who was in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. They went to arrest him at a small quiet neighborhood, and went in there the same way they went to Roger Stone's house, which was completely unnecessary. Now, we need to see armored trucks and FBI agents rolling up to all these voting sites and rolling up to all these uh, Capitol buildings and all these states where fraud was facilitated. That's what we need to see. But nope, we're going to see them go to people like Roger Stone's house, decked out ready for war, and going to a combat veteran's house who lives in a quiet neighborhood with his family, decked out ready for war. After they arrested him, okay... Oh yeah, you're right, Kimberly Lake. No such thing as assault weapons. I'm using their rhetoric against them. But you are correct. You're 100% correct. All right? Um, So, they go there. They arrest him. Then, after they arrest him, they freeze the family's bank accounts, leaving the wife and the children with no money, scared to death, don't know where their father or husband went, and are completely left in the dark, broke. Can't pay the bills, have no money to do anything. Okay, that was the, that's what the U.S. government did. Now, when the U.S. government can do this stuff, they're too big. They're tyrannical. And that, and that is, you want to know why the, the sixth happened? That is why. 
The stuff that you're doing, the stuff that you're showing, and the freedoms that you're taking away, and the way you treat people, that is why January 6th happened. That's why. It's not a bunch of white Nazis and neo-Nazis and supremacists who want to take you down. Most of the country wants you removed. So if you wonder why that happened on January 6th, that kind of, this kind of stuff is the reason why that happened. So after they froze the family's bank account, which we already knew, here's the update. The wife was pregnant. She was with child. She has since had a miscarriage. And I can only assume, it could be a one of a thousand things. May not be, uh, may not be the, this that caused it. But I guarantee you this contributed to it. A woman who's with child cannot go through this much stress, cannot go through this much grief, cannot go through this much pain and torture and taking away her husband, taking away their ability to live, taking away their money, freezing their assets, destroying their lives. Now she's lost a child. How sad is that? How sad is that? I'd like to say a prayer. For this family. And I'd like to say a prayer for what they're going through. If you don't mind right now. Okay. Lord and Heavenly Father. In Jesus mighty holy name. We pray. That you will cover this family. In an armor of God. We pray that you will ease their pain. And bring their family back together Lord. We pray that the people that are facilitating this kind of kidnapping. And the government that is oppressing people on this level. We pray, Lord, that you can step in, touch their hearts, and make them see what they're doing is evil, wrong, unjust, and un-American. Lord, we pray for the, the, the pain that this family is going through over the loss of a child. There's no greater blessing on this earth than the gift of a child, Lord. We ask that you help this family in their grieving, in their mourning, as much as you possibly can. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. I'm so sad. I'm so sad. I will look into it. I see a lot of people saying, can we help them? I'll look into that. I'll look in to see how we can help them. But I'm so sad. So sad over that. Oh, how do you go on from there? Um... I got to. That's what you, that's what you do when you do this show. You gotta you gotta talk about these things and you gotta move to the next topic. But we're gonna figure out a way to help them. That's what this live from America audience is all about. That's what this family is all about. And we're gonna figure out a way to help them. Okay. So let's work together. Let's figure out a way together to reach out to this family and help them and, and through this. Okay. All right. President Trump endorsed another candidate ladies and gentlemen this is what president trump is doing all right if you want to know what president trump is doing here's what he's doing he is assembling an army he's assembling an, uh, an army of politicians who aren't really politicians he's a set he's assembling an army of people to run for the seats that he needs in order to move forward and take this country back and show you that the best is yet to come he's not only assembling an army he's assembling an, inter an internal team He's putting together a strategy that cannot be beat. This is coming from sources close to President Trump. He's assembling an army and a strategy that can not and will not be beat in 2022 and in 2024. <clears throat> Come 2024, President Trump is going to announce that he's running for president again. And he's going to have a two-year campaign. Okay? This is his plan. Now, are there... A Possibilities of him coming back sooner? We all hope there is. But those chances are being dwindled away day by day. So we're going to look forward to, the, to what we know is going to happen, which is elections. Okay? He's building a team, building an army, building a strategy. And he will run for president for two years. Not just one year, for two years. And he will follow Biden wherever Biden or Harris goes. And he'll make them look foolish. He'll do exactly what Obama did to him except on a lot larger scale because he actually has the fans, the supporters, the audience, and the patriots who will go and do whatever he says. He's going to make Biden and Harris and the rest of the left look so stupid over the next two years. So he's endorsed a new candidate today, and her name is Jody Heiss. 
And he says, wow, just heard the good news. One of our most outstanding congressmen, congresswomen, I guess, Jody Heiss has announced, oh, Jody, it's a he, I'm sorry, excuse me. It is a he, <laughs> has announced he is running for Secretary of State in the great state of Georgia. Jody has been a steadfast fighter for conservative Georgia values and is a staunch ally of the America First agenda. Unlike the current Georgia Secretary of State, Jody leads out front with integrity. I have 100% confidence in Jody to fight for free, fair, and secure elections in Georgia, in line with our beloved U.S. Constitution. Jody will stop the fraud. Um, Jody will stop the fraud and get honest honesty into our elections. Jody loves the people of Georgia and has my complete and total endorsement, President Donald J. Trump. So, Raffensperger, you're on the chopping block and you're gone. And I bet you Kemp, if he does not go along with what they find out in this uh, audit, he'll be gone too. But the real person you got to fight in Georgia is Stacey Abrams. That's right, 50 cent in disguise. The teeth. You get it. Um, 50 Cent in disguise, uh, Stacey Abrams, she's the person to beat in Georgia. She's the one with the power in Georgia. Not Kemp, not Raffensperger. So people of Georgia and everybody else who's going down there to help out, you need to understand that that's who your real fight is with and that we need to get rid of Raffensperger, Kemp, and Stacey Abrams. Why? Because that's the trio of destruction. That is the trio of, dis of destruction in, in Georgia. We need to get rid of them. Okay? And... Not illegally. Okay, there's going to be somebody that says, Jeremy Harrell's calling to get rid of people. You know what I mean. Man, people out there take everything so, so literal. I tell you. Um, I also want to tell you something else. If you look down in the words that are scrolling at the bottom of the screen, you will see a link. Okay? You need to copy this link. I'll read it to you right now. It is... Regent, R-E-G-E-N-T, dot E-D-U, forward slash election integrity. I'll say that again. Regent, dot E-D-U, forward slash election integrity. Now, I'm also going to type it into the comments thread right here so that you have it. There you go. That link that I just put into the comment thread, tomorrow, Michelle Bachman, who is now the dean of Regent University, and many, many other guest speakers and many people who have been working their tail ends off to expose the fraud in all of these states, tomorrow, from 12 to 6 p.m., she is holding an online and in-person uh, summit which is going to sit and expose and show you all the fraud of every state that happened on November 3rd, before and after in the 2020 election, and how you can get involved with the people that are spearheading these fights to make sure that the people that got away with it don't get away with it, and the people that put it into place and facilitated it are held accountable, and that it never happens again. Again, that is regent.edu forward slash election integrity. It is an online and in-person summit that will be happening tomorrow, March 23rd from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. You need to not only go watch that, but you need to send that link out and invite five friends to watch that. This is going to be probably the biggest summit exposing and showing the fraud <clears throat> in a way that you've never seen it before. And I want to applaud Michelle Bachman and all of the people like Peter Navarro and many, many others who are going to be involved in this and working with this, okay? I believe it's central time, 12 p.m. to 6 or 12 to 6 p.m., but I will find out for sure. I don't know, maybe everybody goes by uh, Eastern time when they when they do this kind of stuff. But definitely check it out, guys. It's on the bottom of my page scrolling, and I put it in the comment thread. It's tomorrow, March 23rd. We are force multipliers here. We need to get the word out, and we need to watch this because it will give you everything that you need in order to continue this fight against what happened on <clears throat> November 3rd last year as it pertains to election fraud. Ladies and gentlemen, all right, that is going to conclude 
That's going to conclude today's show at 11 o'clock here, live from America with Jeremy Harrell. I'll be back 5 p.m. tonight with a ton of more news, a ton more news, and uh, some guests that we're going to have on the show on Life from America this week. We got frontline doctors that uh, went to CDC. We got them coming on. We got uh, other doctors that are going to help you uh, avoid getting the vaccination and, and more. Uh, all ways to help you fight everything that's going on in this world. We're bringing on real guests that help you get involved, okay? So thank you guys for watching the show today. Please, uh, if you're watching the show later, do not let that stop you from clicking that thumbs up button when this video is over and copying the link and sharing it in your groups on Facebook. This show needs to continue to grow because um, everybody needs to hear what this show has to offer. Even the ones who come in and decide they're going to waste their time by giving it a thumbs down. What a waste of life you guys must have, huh? Let's go and let's show everybody how we hate them and give them thumbs down. No real person with a real life actually spends any precious time doing that childish, immature, petulant crap. But God bless you too. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, there are right ways. There are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, your chest out, and your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. We'll see you tonight for more Live from America at 5 p.m. with Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot. Thank you and see you later.